Boogie boy. Booga 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 boo. Three unqualified morons with microphones. This is the previously recorded podcast. All right, welcome back to Previously Recorded. I am your host, RP, as always, and bringing you this 99th episode of Previously Recorded is our Tea Public store, our Redbubble store, and Totally Tees. Um, so before we get into today's episode, I just want to let you guys know if you hear any abrupt yelling, cheering, cursing, or all the above... We are recording this in the middle of game two of the Phillies Braves NLDS series. Uh, we were not supposed to be recording during the game, but due to Mother Nature, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, that's showbiz, baby. Uh, so, helping us guide us through this Halloween episode is my two co hosts, um, Boo and Shane Skeleton. Huh? I genuinely um, thought you forgot our names for a second. The way no. You just no, I just clever. I got you. Yeah. He looked so, like he looked like he was thinking which friend he likes more yeah. of like what whose name to say first. And uh I was about to be genuinely upset if he didn't pick me. Well it's it's Mr. Uh, Let me see if I can figure out a good one. You're clearly our peekaboo. <laughs> well Shane's Shane's Senator Skeleton. I like that. Senator Skeleton. That's a good one. That's yeah. Good. So all Shane Redemption, but that doesn't work out for anything Halloween y. Um we'll we'll come back to it. It's just it's Dr. Ro Bob Nick. That doesn't Bob, Bob for apples. Could I just be Bob for apples? Sure, Bob for apples. Um, just in there with your with your Bob apple. Uh, but great, okay, so, great scene. I'm kidding. So normally, what we do for our Halloween episode the last couple of years is J.K. Rowling saw Halloween Town. Uh, however, because she did, because did. Facts are facts. Laws are laws. Um, if anybody knows that, it's Senator Skeleton. But um, checks out, checks out. <laughs> uh, with the fourth Halloween Town being one terrible and two just a reboot, we we kind of did we did it in the last two years. So we're kind of just going to cover uh, continue the Disney Plus disaster series and cover Hocus Pocus two, as you can tell from the um, the title. So today we're going to talk about the film, review it, uh, say what we have think, to say about I think it. This is the better call. Yeah, I, as as I didn't even I didn't necessarily like the movie. I don't get into that. I didn't hate the movie. I think I would have been miserable watching Halloween Town High. Yeah, well, oh, we watched Halloween, Halloween Town High, right? We watched it's that re- one. It's Return yeah. to Halloween Town, okay. which doesn't even have the original cast. Uh, it's missing Marnie, uh, which I mean, who gives a shit? But I guess for the the true believers out there, they they know. So we did, you know, we did what I grew up on and what. I don't know if Shane watched it growing up. Bob, you watched I, – I forget if you watched them growing up. Yes, I have. Okay. So we're going to cover now uh, – we're, we're, so just due to timing and everything, we're going to talk about the film now and then do what we normally normally do in the beginning of the episode at the end. Um, so just stay tuned for that. So we are going to be talking about the long-awaited sequel um, that nobody asked for. Well, actually, I guess, I guess a lot of people actually asked for it. Um, but to, to Hocus Pocus, the original, you know, 19, was it 1993? 93, they reference it in the film. Do they? Um, I guess, 
Billy Butcherson says something about 1993. Oh, yes, that's correct. That is correct. So before we get into that, are, how familiar were you guys with the original Hocus Pocus? So I wasn't, like, incredibly f- – I mean, I've watched it a good amount in my life. But I was actually – I just started re-watching it before this one came out in, my, like, my study hall, basically. Okay. I didn't finish it. I didn't, we didn't get through it. We had half days and stuff like that. So I actually – and if I go to Disney Plus right now, I still have, like, 26 minutes left of Hocus Pocus. So I like kind of refreshed myself before I watched this one, but not enough where it was like, like it was like background noise too. So like it's not like mm-hmm. I was necessarily paying attention. I put movies on to kind of just like they don't talk as much if there's a movie on basically. But um, yeah, I do that. I was more too. refreshed than I would have been otherwise. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, Shane, familiarity with the original? Uh, very familiar. We uh, I've watched it once a year for on as long as I can remember. Really? So um, growing up, like hearing all these stories we hear about what you grew up with, this is probably the last movie I expected you to watch with you, your brothers, and your parents. Like, well, specifically my mom. She she loved it, so I used to watch with her oh, all the time. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Then it checks out. Your mom, your mom has a wide variety of tastes. So, <laughs> with, with like instead of it's you know with you and your brothers, it was just like all like buddy cop comedies and well, yeah, that's, that films. was. It's that like was with my dad. On Elm Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you're very familiar with the with the franchise uh, or the film, I guess you would say. Not me. Uh, I kind of watched it for the first time all the way through. I think it was last year or two years ago. Um, it was fine. I, Which is surprising to me. Yeah, same here, considering just like my background and things that I enjoy and, uh, you know, even the director has done some, the original director did some things that I was very familiar with. Um, but yeah, I just like never really had a huge interest in it. And then well, it's much better some- if, if you grew up watching it, then it, you feel like it's much better because it's more like a nostalgia thing. Because it's like, it's like a typical cheesy Disney movie. Probably but- the same thing is like. Did you just, hold on, hold on. You? Did you just crack a Red Bull? We have to grade when we're done here too. So oh. I have a long ride ahead of me. Yeah, I was say, data clock. <laughs> Taking a Red Bull is risque. All right, yeah, sorry to interrupt. You guys that looked like a that looked like a pounder too. That's that. <laughs> that looked like a tall pounds? boy. That's only it's a twelve boy. Oh man! Okay. I, I guess he was just I guess he was just real close to the camera when he cracked man. it. It looked like a tall boy. I only now, do eight. Look how big this thing is. My heart <laughs> might explode, and I drink coffee and everything. I only do the eight. I do twelve. I think it's too much. I um, uh, I don't drink caffeine. For those of you who don't know, listening, I think this should all make the, the cut, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob will be up. Uh, he'll do. He's doing a twenty-four hour podcast thing. Yeah, so. I'm. I'm here for the, usually five caffeine. It's in a four loco. But he's just, uh, go, he's just going back on. and forth. He's going yeah, back and forth between Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus Two. So it's about, about eight o'clock now. Eight o'clock, p fifteen. Uh, we're gonna record for a little bit. I got home at about seven fifty. I need to grade a bunch of stuff by tomorrow. So and I haven't eaten dinner yet, so I'm uh, we're 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 ready. We're rocking and rolling. But well, I think Mark, my thank you. Tired that this will probably keep me up through the Phillies game and no longer. Um, so you guys had liked it coming in, and I, I was not excited for this. I was just like, okay, it's a Disney Plus thing. I feel like it was announced like four years ago. It might have only been like two years ago it was announced, but it feels like it's been in the pipeline forever, and people have just been. Clamoring I for it. Just wanted it. 
Yeah, it's just it has such a cult fan base. You know, it didn't do really well originally. It had like a $30 million budget, made like $40 million, But it just was one of those things that more and more people started to like year after year. Uh, it's got like a huge cult following, kind of like, um, I don't want to say The Room, uh, maybe like um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's kind of yeah, got well, like... Well, I think that that happened with like people our age, where like we grew up on it and then like continued, like Shane said, he watches it every year. But I also think because it's a Disney movie... Like, it's like, I'm going to show this to my kids, and then the kids still like it and stuff like that. So that's why I think that there was, like, a demand for the new movie. Because yeah. it's not just like, hey, nobody's really... Only a bunch of 30-something-year-olds watch this movie. I feel like every year, it's something something happens, so... Yeah, and there's, like, a ton of, like, Pocus Pocus events, you know, uh, people were doing, like watch parties and groups like, like i've seen have, on facebook like, every everywhere you turn there's a hocus pocus like shirt during halloween like all these people mm -hmm. like have like homemade hocus pocus stuff uh the big thing the last two years i think was the drag brunch like that's been like a really big popular thing and then it's been just they around halloween they choose hocus pocus as the theme I as well that, that was a thing until i watched the movies yeah but yeah for um, me it's like i i love halloween and i love uh watching horror movies but it's like Hocus Pocus and Nightmare Before Christmas is, have always been like two staples that I watch every year. Is Nightmare Before like, Christmas a Christmas, is a Christmas movie, or a movie? Halloween movie? Starts off as a Halloween movie, ends as a Christmas movie. I so think you watch it over the course of two months. <laughs> it's, a, it's a super yeah, short. I, movie I pause too. it. I pause it and then I, I pick up later. <laughs> I think it's a Christmas movie because it's about the main antagonist or protagonist is, uh, I guess, depending on how you look at it. Uh, He's a Halloween figure trying to recreate Christmas. So, yeah, but Oogie is he's the Halloween figure and he's the main protagonist. I don't know. That's where the suits of Washington <laughs> should change. I thought you froze. You paused for so long there. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but like I don't I want, I'm not gonna try to classify it. Like you said, it's for the suits in Washington. But like I feel like how yeah. I feel like um, Nightmare Before Christmas decor comes out at Halloween, not at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, I mean, that's it's above my pay grade, so I, I can't really comment. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not on that committee. I, I don't know. Like Shanks texted me about it, and I was like, he thought it was Halloween. I thought it was Christmas for that standpoint. Um, but I, it's only it was like it's a Halloween movie. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm not going to – I don't care. It's it's a perfect option to watch it both seasons. I think, you kind of, I think it's it's the same – by the same logic, like if you say Die Hard's a Christmas movie, sure it is, but like I would watch Die Hard year-round where most Christmas True. movies I feel like I wouldn't. Uh, true. Elf. I've seen Elf year-round. Um, I mean, I guess more to your point, I was just in Disney and they had their – their Halloween party was the Oogie Boogie Bash. So I guess that's considers it a Halloween. I'll just shut up. It's a Halloween movie. Um, so, okay. So you guys had all these, did you, let's say you guys were fans of the original. Did you have expectations? So before we get into talking about this, did you have expectations or did you think it was going to be probably garbage? Um, I don't know. I had high hopes. I just, I was just hoping that it wasn't going to be some, like bullshit do the same thing over again mm -hmm. um which i was kind of happy that it wasn't 
they kind of did did a different thing this time. I feel like at times it was, but I agree with you too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'll get into it when we get there. I, I won't like jump into it, but like I had no expectations. I honestly think if we weren't recording, it, I probably still wouldn't have watched it yet. I would have watched it eventually, but like I was in no rush to watch it. The bigger thing that I think like made me watch it was that like the kids I teach were talking about it. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what point. I mean. Like I know like a couple of the kids like went home and there's high school kids, but like went home Friday night when it came out. We're like, oh yeah, we're gonna watch Hocus Pocus two with our family, like my family over the weekend. Like I'm gonna watch with my mom and dad over the weekend, stuff like that. Yeah, it was a it was a great okay. like. Yeah. Like I said, I saw all over Facebook. So many people were doing watch parties, like big groups together watching the movie or, or waiting to watch it with their parents, which I think is awesome. Um, especially something, too, that's like not in theaters. Um, and then you could just easily watch at home. I didn't really have expectations for it either. I expected it to be crappy. Um, but, and I was curious of what they were going to do, like to justify that they were back. Um, and we'll, we'll start to get into some of that. Um, so the plot for Hocus Pocus 2 is two young women accidentally bring back the Sanderson sisters to modern day Salem and must figure out how to stop the child hungry witches from wreaking havoc on the world. Uh, some of that is kind of a similar concept of the original. Um, but I think they do a really good job in differentiating the films. Um, and I'll just start off with that. Um, so my review of Hocus Pocus 2 is that I, I liked where they went with the movie. I, I expected it to be worse than what it was, but they, the plot felt justified. It's really hard with some of these movies to feel that it's justified in existing. And again, is any movie, is any sequel ever justified? No, not really. But uh, they waited and they had a decent plot. They had something that seemed logical and the, really the only logical next step for it uh they wasted hannah waddingham which i, I was saying uh probably cut that uh our friend marvel was telling me he's like yo you're going to get excited about the first couple minutes and it's because of hannah waddingham from ted lasso was in it which i had known she had been in it uh but they completely waste her and she's in it for like literally four minutes and i would hope to see more because i think she is awesome i think she's one of the most beautiful women in in all of tv and film and she got a smoking hot dunk. I'm telling you, if you look at it, it's massive. Woman's <laughs> got a father. Jesus, this is a family-friendly podcast. About somebody's daughter here, RP. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> I felt that the Sanders sisters kind of stepped in, got right back into it without missing a beat. Um, they felt like they just picked up where they left off, and I love that. The... Well, so if we if we stick with just that beginning scene, I mean, I know we weren't going to go through it, but I don't have much for the middle. I yeah. actually would have liked if they had stayed in like the old time period longer. I like. I would have too. The Sanderson sisters. I liked what was going on. I liked the idea of like them as little kids behaving basically the same way. Like I just I enjoyed that. What was it? Fifteen twenty minutes of the movie. It was yeah. actually a lot longer than I thought. Like, it, it, I thought it was good. Like, the way the movie started off, I was like, okay, it's going to be like five minutes. And it ended up being like yeah. 15. I would have been fine if that had been like half the movie, though. Yeah, so would I. I mean, I would have. I mean, the reason why the 
reason to bring them back is for the three adults of them. But I think that would have been a logical Yeah, like I, I mean, prequel. A prequel would have been logical. Plot, let's put it that way. Before I knew what the plot was, if it had been like, hey, this is their history, and then they come back for another reason, or they're like, and like they're sympathetic now, or whatever, I just like, I liked the idea of like what they were as kids, and not just this idea that like, the they stuff were funny. We had from the first movie with, I forget the kid's they, name. The first movie. They could have made that the whole, the whole movie, and I would have been fine. Like, do, do half the movie with them younger, and then like, do like what House of the Dragon did, do like a time jump, no and then time. do a couple years later. I yeah, just keep it as like a prequel, a prequel the whole time. I think they could, they could, I think they could do a prequel show on Disney Plus, and that's probably. Uh, uh, we're going to talk about House of the Dragon real fast. I saw a, a like thing the other day. Tank Sinatra. I don't know if you guys follow him on Instagram. He's kind of funny. Mm. Uh, he was like, "All right, well, how can we make him look older?" And they're like, "Oh, well, we'll cut Damon's hair." <laughs> he's like, "All right, well, now we're going to jump another ten years." All right, we'll let it grow back out. <laughs> yeah, he looks <laughs> exactly. Cast an entirely new person. And they're like, well, what about what are we gonna do about uh, the king? And he's like, bag of bones. That guy's gonna look like a bag of bones by the end. <laughs> he aged like milk, and everybody else aged like the same. Well, I mean, like, he also, and they set it up earlier that he had that whatever zone. Whatever, but like Corliss, uh, his cousin uh, Damon, everybody looks the exact same. Yeah. Uh, and even like when they're time jumping like years, the kids look the same too. Until the that big, was, he was like, the what are we gonna jump. do? Well, we'll have the brown-haired kids age like four years, and then the white-haired kids can age like twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, that, well, I want to talk about that later. Um, yeah, House of Dragon. Right. So, uh, yeah, but like I just thought that, that was funny. Yeah, anyway. but I'm with you, man. I would have liked, I would have enjoyed Hocus Pocus too, just being a prequel and kind of seeing how they got into yeah, those then, ways. Then you don't even have to justify them coming back. It's just. Get you just watch. Citizens. Like, if you want that Midler and them back, get to them. Like, do half. Or go. Time, or like, go all the back. way. Go all the way up until the Zachary Banks thing when they get hanged, and then leave it at that. You can go back and forth too. Like, I don't care. I just. I yeah. Like when it started, and I like I said, I I went into it really with no expectations and no like. I'm not. I don't. I think. RP said he kind of like didn't care. Once I was in, I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to watch this movie. Like I like Tokus Focus, so I was into it. But once it started there, I was like, ah, this is actually kind of cool. Like I liked the little, um, I don't remember the witch's names, Bette Midler, whatever her name is. Winifred. Winifred. Winifred, yeah. Mary and Sarah. Mary and Sarah. Sarah. I I remembered Mary and Sarah, but not her, which I should have because I literally just watched the rest of it yesterday. I didn't even realize Sarah Jessica Parker's character was named Sarah, so that's actually really funny. Oh, because she was it was it was one of her first roles, you know. She was still figuring out how to act. She needed to be reminded what her name was. I like her a lot in the first one. She's probably my favorite in the in this one too. The first one, you like her a lot because she's really hot. Mm-hmm. I'm um, a Sarah Jessica Parker fan. I I know I. a lot of people. She's a good looking person. I am. I am. I I think I know people say she looks like a horse. I, but, not, I mean, I'm not saying she doesn't look like a horse. But I think she's like, a hot horse. Uh, I think <laughs> I mean, she's good at what she does. Maybe she's a hot horse. Yeah, she's really hot in the first one. That's somebody's, um, All right, that's somebody's daughter we're talking about. Sorry. So, you were saying, you, you were just like, you were kind of in. I watched that part. I would have been fine with just that part. Mm-hmm. And like, like I, around there and keeping it there. But, um, 
when they jump to the the current time, and then you get like the the girls involved and stuff like that. There were a couple things, and then it kind of just slows down. So uh, I was gonna kind of do do this. The the dude Glenn in the classroom is like such. It's a subtle thing. I watched the first like half hour twice because I wasn't really paying attention the first time I was watching it at school, and then we we were like confirmed we were doing that instead of Halloween Town. So I was like, let me go back and watch that. And, like, they walk into class, and they're like, what's up, Glenn? And he's just, like, completely dressed like Dracula. Like, that's his whole bit. Like, that's it. Like, that's Glenn. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's at the party later, and they're like, oh, Glenn. And he's, like, hanging out. And, like, in the entire movie, he's in there three times. And when they say Glenn, it's just, you see a dude dressed like Dracula. And I'm like, all right, I like this. I'm about <laughs> That's, like, a funny little bit. And then the idea that they are in Salem, and their school's mascot was the, the Puritans. It was really funny to me. Like, there's just some dude dressed like Ichabod Crane. Like, at, at that's like your mascot <laughs> at games. And like, I was like, okay, like that's funny. There's actually um, a in New England where the mascot is the Ichabods, and it's the creepiest. Mascot I love that. Though. That's life. cool. I always liked Ichabod Crane too. Sleepy Hollow is a favorite of mine. I'm with you. I think this movie starts off good. Uh, despite like the weird nighttime moony cartoon look that it has, and I and I like what what it's become because that's absolutely what Salem would become, like with the magic shop being their own. Yeah, everything's very like gimmicky because like, mm-hmm. hey, we have witches, so that's the thing. Also, Tourism. Sam Richardson, thank God for that dude. I he is he, first off, he's in literally everything, but, but I love him. Good. I love him in everything. I know from. I think Gilbert you should leave to. That's yeah, I was just I was looking up because I wanted yeah, to talk about him. That's... that's the guy from I think you should leave. But yeah, I was just gonna say I know I know him as Tim Robinson's best friend. Yeah, exactly. He... So, but like, and he's Detroit. great in. Um, I didn't. I liked the Tomorrow War, but he was like the best part of that movie. He was my favorite I liked part him. of that movie too. Yeah. Well, yeah, like he popped up, and I was like, "All right, cool, we'll be fine then." Your <laughs> like, brother's review. Your brother's review is the same thing. I'm here for Sam Richardson. Everything else is him and um, him and, and the, the mayor. On Twitter, yeah. I mean, or his letterbox. Okay, I'm everywhere for Sam Richardson. Like him and the, him and the mayor. I, I love the actor that plays the mayor. I, the, I, I actually wrote like later on that uh, the mayor Trask might be the best part of the movie. He's one of Very the funny. he's one of the best people in uh, Arrested Development. So I'm, you I'm a big eat fan the of the apple. You gotta, you gotta, gotta eat, get the kid. And like everything was just like funny to me. It's just so, the way he said things. That's like what I. There were some aspects of this that I I gave a good giggle. Like I did the uh, nothing that made me laugh out loud. But uh, the one thing did make me laugh out loud. So when they have the the drag competition for the Sanderson sisters, uh, and the other <laughs> set of Sanderson sisters wins. And Bette Midler tipped the trophy and threw it at the judge and just hit him in the face. I did laugh out loud. Like <laughs> I was not expecting that at all from this movie. That's my that's my kind of humor. I like that. Yeah, I was just like dumb. Like I just threw this in your face. Mm-hmm. I, I I I think this. It felt a lot of the time like the original one, which is what it was going for, and that's what people want. And so I'm I'm glad that's what it, what it is. And I think people who love the first one will love this one. And that's kind of the consensus. Everybody who's liked the first one a lot has liked this one. I liked it. I wasn't anti- – like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't walk away from it saying, like, I don't – I think I was 
I think I'm too old for it now, if that makes sense. Like it was it's, like Yeah, it's not made. It, it was it's a little like campy cheesy and obviously it's not made for me, so I'm fine with that. I didn't like the musical numbers. No, like, the witch is they, back. What is going on? I, my exact note is once Bettler mid once Bet Midler shows up, I'm out. Disrespectful to Elton John. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> and then when they do um what was the other one? It's the it, the one from the Rugrats movie with the, with the orange VHS. One way oh, or another. Film. One way yeah. or another. One Is way or another, one? yeah. yeah. Like, I felt like it was the exact same scene from the original Hocus Pocus, though. Like, doing yeah. it in front of a bunch of people, putting them under trains. That one, I was like, okay, this is the same bit. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I, what I didn't like about this one, too, is I felt like it was too much Batman. Like, I like the other sisters, I think they're funny, and I just—it wasn't enough. I I agreed with I agree with that, but then like at the end, I guess it makes sense if that. How, before we get there, Shane, what are your thoughts? We we me and Bob have kind of just been sharing ours. What what like in the beginning, uh, even just kind of overall, what are what are your thoughts on Hocus Pocus two? Because I do um, want to get. I have a lot to say about the end. I don't really have any problems with it. I I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was enough alike the original but they kind of did their own thing too um i hadn't even thought about the point you just made too much bet Midler, which yeah i get she gets kind of annoying at times um and i do like the other two sisters too that's the character though too we're like supposed to be annoying so like yeah i enjoyed um, go no, no no go ahead I enjoyed like when they came back and they were just confused about like the sliding doors at the walgreens and like the typical like fish out of water jokes I did enjoy. Um, however, like this, I guess it's the first one too. The first one feels like a Disney Channel movie, and like so, and that's why I'm glad it was on Disney Plus. Because um, my biggest complaint is the ending. Uh, it, do you one, think that you would have gone like not you? Do you think that people would have gone to see it in theaters? Do you think it would have done well? Like you have no interest to begin with, but like my sister, for example. Yeah, people Might would have, have wanted gone. to take my, but my nephews actually don't like, they like, won't watch it. I don't know why. But she watched it with her friends. I saw, and so they yeah, all would have, people would have went to, to like, the I don't theater. know if she would have went to see it or what. But see, like, this, this isn't a movie I'd want to go see in the theaters, though, because I feel like it would just be like too many kids. I actually think that this is like, and I mean, I'm sure there's been other ones, but nothing that like comes to mind where like this is the perfect reason to have a disney plus type streaming Mm -hmm. it's like all right i get it i get hocus pocus 2 now which i'll watch because it's on a streaming service i would probably wouldn't have seen it otherwise i enjoyed it at the end of the day like i walked away and i was like okay i i like that movie and i'm like okay that's something it's like when the netflix movie comes out it's like i wouldn't Mm -hmm. want to watch but i mean there are a lot a lot of times they're like blockbusters well like the the perfect example is like the Monsters reboot just came out on Netflix and it was a Rob Zombie movie and I would never pay to see that movie, but it was on Netflix. So I did watch some of it in a podcast I covered, talked a little bit about it. So I, I watched it, but it's like the same thing. I agree. This is probably like the epitome of what Disney Plus should be for in terms of movies, movies that could make money at the theater, but aren't also you not, don't have to take not that chance about of, of yeah. bombing. And I also think that that's a benefit to it, too. I think it's doing well on the Rotten Tomatoes, um, like the aggregate score. 
I think that I would rank this. Where did you, because I know that like. So it's at 62%, which I think is fair. And I think the fact that it was at home streaming helped that. Like the fact that if this was yeah, in like theaters. I paid money to see this. What's, uh, what's the difference between audience and critic? It's probably like 100% audience. It's, oh, shit. <laughs> it's 52% audience score. It's what? 52% audience score. Really? It says the, the audience says Hocus Pocus 2 has its moments, but for, fa- but for fans who have waited years for a sequel to the original, this is mostly a disappointment. See, See that's like that, that's that's like, but that's the odd that's the audience, not the critics. That's the audience. But that's how, how everyone is it's like how um how like casual MCU fans are now. They just want callbacks and they yeah, want like guest like appearances. They're well, annoying. They just wanted the they wanted the first movie all over again yeah, with like callbacks and stuff. Because it's people who, like he said, like are they people for how long they've waited. Well, Juan, if you've been waiting this long and like <laughs> you want a Hocus Pocus two movie, you're a dork. So like that's yeah. the first problem. So like, but then what what were you expecting? It's not like My... there's material that you could get upset about. Like it's just it's there. I, yeah, I I think by my feeling of why I. And I gave this score the same score I gave the original. My biggest complaint with this movie, uh, you know, plot and everything aside, was how the film ended. It, it seemed rushed and it seemed kind of out of character. Now, I know how she cares about her sisters, but it just seemed, it just like seemed weird. I know that's kind of what they were driving at some points, but then there's, there's even that friction where they're like, you know, I'm, I'm tired of being yelled at after they get their, their powers. Um, like, because the movie itself felt different enough from the original one. It it brought back, you know, Billy Butcherson, blah blah blah. But it felt individual. Different accent on Billy Butcherson, by the way. Horse shit. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't care for. It didn't, didn't sound like that in the first movie. I also didn't care for any of those scenes. I didn't think they were that funny. Um, but that it's was just kind of that was kind of renewed stuff. Like they, it was basically the same stuff. He loses his head again. Yeah. Yeah. Stone shot. That um, I could have lived without it, but it was. I mean, Sam Richardson was there, so it was all right. Mm-hmm. And because they talk about like the love for him in the, the first one, um, but I just didn't like the ending. It felt rushed. It felt like you, you know, Marvel put it the best way. You know, the 2022 Disney bullshit is kind of what the ending felt like, and it just it felt it just didn't feel like it flowed with the, the characters and the movies. And, and now I could be looking at it too critically. Not as a huge fan of it. Maybe I wasn't paying attention attention enough. But I just didn't. I was just like, it's over. Like, it was just. I agree with that to an extent. Like, I feel like once Cassie got involved again, everything happened quickly and didn't necessarily have explanation, if that makes sense. Like, Yeah, and even that trope. Like, and they kept saying, like, oh, we don't need to explain this, right? And I'm like, you don't. But also, like. If I hadn't talked to you guys in a year and then you showed up and one of you was doing magic, I'd probably be like, all right, let's fucking take a second here. <laughs> While also ratting me out to my dad. So, like, I, I agree with that. And then everything, once they get to, like, the Forbidden Wood or whatever it's called, does seem rushed. But, like, I, I feel like, and it goes, Marvel is kind of this, I feel like they're clearly driving at a message that is not for us it's yeah. for the 10 year olds who are watching this movie 
but and I'm okay with you know taking those messages, but does, but does that? And again, because you guys are bigger fans of the original, so you can tell me. I've only seen it a few times. Does that rain feel connected to the first one? Does that same like does the ending fit the hocus pocus mythology? Yeah, I mean it's kind of out of character because that's what I that's what I yeah. mean because between the first and the second one they're gone. It's not like they're like hanging out like a. I don't think it's out of character necessarily because like if you think about it, they wanted to be the most powerful witches, which is completely in character. They wanted to get revenge on Salem, which is completely in character. All that stuff's in character. They perform this spell not knowing that it's going to take away Sarah and Mary. And then once that happens, like, are you saying that in in the first movie, you don't think Winnie cared about her sisters? I think I do. I just, I just thought, I don't know. I thought she would care more about being the most powerful. I also think, and I I think if you just went first movie to this movie, I think you're to the end of this movie. You might be right. But I think that's why that part in the beginning Mm -hmm. kids is there. Like she's taking care of her sisters. Like yeah, okay, that makes sense. Stuff. Like it's there to make you realize how close they were. Mm-hmm. And then, like RP said, they have the friction, and then like the Sarah says, like I don't want to be talked down to anymore, and then goes and does what she's told to do anyway, like all that stuff. But I like I wasn't I wasn't happy with the ending. I'll say that. But I also like when I saw it, I wasn't like, okay, this is a bad ending. I was like, okay, this ending is just not for me. This ending is intended for kids. To like, yeah, I wasn't. I like wasn't mad. I was just like, oh, it's over. Like it's an hour and forty minute movie, and yeah. the ending. Was oh, 15 I, I minutes. completely agree that it's rushed. I just don't. I wasn't as like upset with what happened necessarily as like how quickly it happened. If that. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say I'm here and I was like, God damn it, fuck this movie. Like I was yeah. just. I was like just my, like my exact note is very cheesy ending, but probably good for kids. Yeah, I just put unlike them. That's unlike them. That's just how I thought. Um, and I watched this in two sittings because Audrey was like, I don't want to finish this. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, um, watch, I did watch it broken up just because of like timing purposes. But like I all in all, I didn't mind it. Like at no point in the movie was like, I, I was uh, how much longer do I have to watch this? Mm-hmm. Which I've absolutely done. <laughs> we watched on this, for this podcast. Especially for this podcast. I, I paused to see what yeah, do I have where left? Am I, what do I got left here? What else? What else about the movie? Like, did you? Can we, can we talk about the like the plotting of the candle? I have no problem with any of this stuff, but just like how forced the like diversity was in this movie, mm-hmm. I felt like like I didn't know about the drag thing, so now that makes a lot more sense. But then, like when they're flying around at one point, they just like go to a window and it's like a gay couple, and then the next window is mm-hmm. like. Like, it's just like, okay, like, we get it. Like, there's different types of people in the world. I just didn't understand why, like. I guess just because that's, like, a huge, it's a huge movie, like, in the LGBT fan base. So you think it was a nod to them? Yeah, I I guess. And we're trying to get. That I like. Like, if that's the situation, then I'm I'm all right with that. Yeah, I think it's just. Like, when they were going around to the windows and it was, like, they were, like, flying by windows. Mm-hmm. I remember the the gay couple. I just like didn't understand what was happening because it was like a kid in and, bed and then a gay couple, and I'm like, what? What are we seeing here? Yes, people live in Salem. Like I understand that, 
The interesting part, too, was that gay couple is watching the original film. Where are they? Yeah, it was it was the the part with the the guy dressed as Satan. So I'm with you. It doesn't really make sense. But I guess it's just acknowledging like, hey, we know you. This is big in the community. And you're a big part of our fan base. If it's just like a nod, that makes so much more sense. But when I was watching, I was like, I don't understand what you're trying to show. What they were trying to show. like forced. Yeah, like what they were trying to show is that every Friday in Salem, every gay couple watches Hocus Pocus. That's what they're trying to say. <laughs> it's just it's just no eternal problem. marketing inside of its own movie. It's like the it's like the no Nicole Kidman thing. But like I don't need to be told that there's gay couples in Salem. I kind of just assume that that's probably something that exists as it exists everywhere else. In everywhere the world. in the world. But it's just like the uh, Nicole Kidman trailer. You're already here watching it, but we're going to show you. Let's show you. Yeah, let's show you. We're going to show you the first you. one. If you're liking this, let me tell you about a movie that came out in 1993 that you might like even more. <laughs> so I hope to see, because Nicole Kidman's writing the sequel to her AMC thing. So I hope to see a scene where she's watching her original trailer. Like that's how <laughs> it starts off. <laughs> I want it to be like her in the lab, you know, like Eminem, like just really fucking trying to come up with something crazy. And she's like watching her own video for motivation than like watching car commercials for motivation, like trying to figure out really what's the cheesiest. I'm going to tell you something that you already know. Has I could see. Screens. I could see her, yeah, like, like Batman in the Batcave and like yeah. all the all the different computers. Yeah. Like I could see her like the right scenes, like from the movie an, clips that they show. Her in an AMC theater watching her own ad, like just shedding one tear. Yeah. It starts off. She like, walks out of she she walks out of the theater after watching her own ad, and she was like, "That's brilliant. How am I going to top that?" <laughs> it's like um, it's just like it starts off with her in the AMC AMC theaters laboratories, and it's just like her buckling down. I'm all for yeah. that. We could probably write it. It would she's be not like her. She's, I, but I want like a like she's trying to write like a, this dope rap album. Like she's got her hood <laughs> up. And she's got, like, her headphones on on the bus, like, bobbing back and forth. Like, literally Eminem in 8 Mile. Just Sitting at a piano. Fucking, yeah, just, just like trying doing to it. get those creative juices flowing, you know? Mm-hmm. Man, what a world we live in. Fucking junk. I wanted to come out with a heater. I wanted to, to come out. Just to be the hottest thing you've ever heard? Like, goddamn. Mm-hmm. Give me a reason to go to the theater. Nicole Remind Kimmel, the people. Day. I start going to see movies I don't want to see because I just want to see the trailer before. Just remember, Bob, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. That's not true. That's my favorite line from that thing. I think it's it's absurd. If I'm sitting in a movie theater and someone's like, hey, by the way, I've been fucking your brother. (laughs) I'm not going to be like, God, thank God I'm here where that (laughs) feels good. Wait, wait. Not the fucking, just like finding out the heartbreak that's clearly going on there. Wait, like my, wait. In, in this, in this, I need to be more clear. In this, scenario, yeah, this was. I was very confused. Was telling kind of me that my brother is like this, my girlfriend or something. Like yeah, this that. sounds like in, in the scenario you'd rather be fucking your brother. I don't <laughs> not want to fuck my brother. <laughs> I've watched a lot of Game of Thrones in my life. It seems pretty hot. Yeah, heartbreak heart feels good. By the yeah, way. shout out to Brian. Thank yeah, you that's for listening. Not getting cut. Shout out, Brian. You'll be listening to this. Shout out to all the Brian's um, yeah. that are listening. So just to let you guys know out there, this is at the PSA announcement around this time of year anyway. If you get worried that you are near a spooky person, person with magic, 
Just carry salt. He will be okay. Salt. Yeah, throw salt. So it turns out that, like, Harry and Lloyd knew a lot in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, they're like throwing the salt. Yeah, Seabass must have been a witch. <laughs> also, the, the girl, uh, I think the kids were all pretty solid actors for, for what was asked of them. The kid trope was just something that's been done before. But I will say, the thing I didn't like was how quick she mastered her powers. Like, she had the force field, like, immediately. She had no idea what the fuck she was doing. But yeah. that's here and there. They got they, they only had a hundred, you know, an hour and 40 minutes to, yeah, to get gotta, this movie gotta done. Yeah, gotta get it quick. We don't have time for a training sequence here, RP. Yeah, true. No montages. I mean, we could have done no a training. No montages in the budget. We could have done a training montage, but we'd rather have Bette Midler do a musical number, so... <laughs> but what did you what did you expect her like Rocky Three style and, and out in the woods yeah, in the want, tundra her, like chopping trees down? What did like say Rocky Three? I would actually compare it to Nicole Kidman. You know, just <laughs> back in the lab. We're back there again. Um, can we yeah, talk about little, can we talk about the teaser ending real fast? Yeah. So the only reason I saw that is because I I finished it on my tablet. It's kind of just sitting here. And then I was like, are you fucking serious? There's a tag? What else can they do? Literally, what so else can they thing. do? And it's the, the, they, did you see it, Shane? Did you watch the... There's a, what, is there a cut? Scene. No, I didn't know there was an anchor yeah, so to It says, like, skip credits. So the guy oh. is coming. So then you cut, and it's the, uh, the cat. The cat. Forget the cobweb, I think the cat's name was, or something like that. Good name for a cat in a magic. Yeah, it was a fun name. If that's right, if not, that's a cooler name than whatever. I think it was Cobweb. And the cat is like on a shelf in the magic shop, and it's walking around a box that's labeled BF number two, which would be Black Flame Candle number two. But I was like, I don't get it. Like, what is there for that candle to bring back? Yeah, because it can't bring them again. But it can't because where they went wasn't where they were. Where they were going, they didn't. They didn't need roads. Yeah, roads. Yeah. Doc Brown made that very clear. Good old Doc Brown. They were on stage together this weekend. You and Doc. Yeah, I saw that. That was awesome. Uh, I thought you said we were on stage. I was like, where were you on stage? Why was Doc Brown there? What a crazy. (laughs) It was a live podcast. We're at We're at New York Comic Con. Um, yeah, I don't know what they got to do to bring back. I don't know what they can do. Uh, I just didn't more... understand what it was even like referencing. Like I wasn't like, oh, unless it just like the that candle just brings them back, like no matter where they are, like in the because they die, they all die and go. And even then, like wherever. it's in the magic shop. Are you going to tell me that Gilbert, who almost died in this whole scenario, is going to like bust out another black flame candle? I feel like he'd go home and like wreck that thing. Well, also, it was kind of diabolical of him. He set it up. He's just like, oh, yeah, I was a huge fan, and I I, I knew you guys could do it. So yeah, I was like, bro, what are you doing? Bag, but it's, yeah. I was all right with it. It's Sam Richardson. It's Sam Richardson, yeah. Man. If it had been yeah. anybody else, I'd be like, this dude stinks. Well, I'm glad it wasn't he Miles was. Teller. Like, he's meant to stink in the movie, and I'm like, I don't care. He's funny. If it was Miles Teller, <laughs> it would have been game over. I don't know. He's on He's on the comeback trail. He's Billy Sam. Yeah. Yeah, we like him now. I liked, uh, yeah, I cast it in my movie. I liked also, like, when that beginning scene with Gilbert, when they were talking about virgins, and he's like, oh. and like the mom's like, I'm like, where are you going with this? He's like, so, but he's never lit a candle. It's so like, it's oh. funny. It's funny because right, like, right before he said that, I was like, 
me and Andre were like, I was like, how do you explain that to kids? Like, you know, kids who haven't had that talk yet, and you have to be like, um, yeah, this is like the major point of like a children's family film. Like what? Like I got like, just... and then I liked when the the girls were like, "Why can't you do it?" Or why couldn't you do it? Like, I couldn't because I'm not. And they're like, "Oh, like gross. We don't need to hear about that." I think the one thing that actually got a really good laugh out of me was in the beginning when she was like, um, "When when they're kids before you know in the in the in the past before they jump to the future." Yeah. And she's just like, "I refuse to marry him or whatever." And the guy just goes, "Oh, thank God." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, "I'm sorry, kind of but she's gross or whatever." Like he said something <laughs> about it. I was like, "That that was really good." So. Anything else to add uh, before we kind of close it out? Anything you wanted you wanted to discuss that we didn't get to? Anything you liked, you didn't like, uh, and then a rating. Uh, Shane, if you want to go first, since you are probably the biggest Hocus Pocus fan out of the three of us. Hocus, probably the biggest Hocus Pocus fan in the world. Yeah, I know. We're going to – He, I, you know what? This guy, oh. this account keeps liking my tweets, and it's probably you keep forgetting to switch back. It's number one Hokey Pokey stand. Yeah. And I didn't realize it was you. No, that's that's not me. Mine is mine is I heart bet um forever. Yeah, the guy um, Sanderson's forever. Like your stuff just loves the hokey pokey. <laughs> I he's he can try, I he, can turn myself around. Yeah, he's been trying to turn himself around, but it's just not happening. Hey man, that's what it's all about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great work across the board, fellas. That was absolutely fantastic. Yes, Shane, it was. Go ahead and give you a review. I won't interrupt anymore. <laughs> Um, like I said, I didn't, I didn't really have much bad to say. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, you got to take it for what it is. It's a Disney movie. It did need to happen, but they did a good job of, uh, not just, you know, copy and paste the first movie. Um, I don't know. 10 out of 10 for Gilbert. Uh, he was the real hero, even though he wasn't. 10 out of 10 for <laughs> uh, Mary Trask too, probably, right? Oh yeah. Love him. Love him. Also love him as a Puritan. He was... He was great. 10 out of 10 from Shane. He did say it was a good movie. He texted us about it before we discussed, and I was... Yeah, I, I was heavily drinking because uh, that was my birthday weekend that we watched it. Movie as a whole, not just Gilbert and Mayor Trask. What would you give the movie as a whole? Uh, I don't know. T- uh, yeah, like a seven. Didn't like, than, like, like blow Snyder my... Cut. Didn't like didn't like blow my balls off. I wish you did, though. That'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a new that, uh, one. That, that, was a, that was an Easter egg for Nick, if he's watching. Uh, Nick, Nicky V. Because that's that's something they say on uh, on the Hey Babe podcast. Okay. So, Nick if, Nick, if you're listening, text me if you just heard this. That's all good jokes. None of them come from us originally. Let me know. Let me know immediately when you hear that. He's driving on the spot. He will talk. Uh, he will. Nick. I think the biggest thing that Shane just said, which is like what my review was, you take it for what it's worth, and like, I feel like you'll you'll enjoy the film. I was gonna say six out of ten, six ish in that range. Depends on my mood, but like, if you go into it and you're like, all right, I'm just gonna watch a cheesy kids movie, I feel like you'd enjoy it. And like you're good, like I, and I think some of the stuff that you said rings true too. Like the original, you said, but not so much for me. Like felt like a Disney Channel movie. This felt like a Disney Channel movie. Where like 
But I'm all right with that. Like, I like Disney Channel movies. That's fine by me. The fact that it's just on Disney Plus helps that. If I had gone to the theaters to see this, I would have walked out and be like, that was fucking dumb. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like all that stuff just kind of holds for sure. They're just striking out left and right, aren't they? I'm a little bit delayed, so. Okay. Yeah. There it goes. Well, a, was, yeah, there we go. Actually, strike. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I'd say six, there's things I definitely liked, and then uh, I think I took the ending with a grain of salt, understanding that that ending is probably not intended for a 32-year-old man. So you gave it a 6 out of 10? Shane yeah, gave it a seven out of Let's stop. Let's get rid of these even numbers. Okay. 6.136. Um, All right, fine. 7.2354. Seven, seven All right, it's not the pie, Shane. We're like, relax. <laughs> uh, I wish it was. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, okay, so as I kind of said earlier, I like this movie um, as, it, as what they tried to accomplish in terms of the sequel. Um, it feels like the original without feeling like a duplicate. For example, it is, these are kind of two extremes, but it is what love and thunder kind of should have been where it was the good parts of the, of the previous film, but then also added on to its own. Um, but it, it kind of hit all the things. The Sanderson sisters are great. Um, and it was a weird rushed ending. I thought, but there was enough in there to achieve what it was going for. Um, I gave this film on my re- on my letterbox a two out of five, um, but a four out of ten seems low, so I'm going to give it a five point two out of ten. It's an unbelievable catch you're about to say. Oh shit, that is crazy. Um, five point two out of ten. Um, again, if more Hannah Waddingham, what would that? Have yes, been yes, hundred percent. If she was in it like ten minutes more, easily seven out of ten. I, I absolutely adore her. Um, so you I think? Just, Seven out Do you of think also new underwear needed? <laughs> so they they could have done yeah. like ten ten more minutes of her showing them how to use the book, but she kind of just like gives them the book and then fucks all. The book, Again, that's also, a more interesting story. And yeah, then you the get all the kids. Oh, and like the book crying too, like fuck off. Um, I, it didn't look like there was a tear. They were just like, it looks like it's crying. Somebody just spit on it. Yeah. Um, but that's for me. It didn't work. I think, I I think it's fine for Disney Channel uh, or Disney Plus, um, and it achieves what I think it achieves what it set out to do. And for that, I, I could take away. I'm giving it more points for that. And people who like the original will like this one a lot, despite what Rotten Tomatoes audience score says. However, if you're going to watch it, if you know these are good for the Halloween season, just watch the first one. You're better off just watching the first one. You don't need to watch this one. Uh, if you've watched the first one every year for the last however Yeah, many check years, it out. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Yeah. It's one of those, if you're trying to flip during, I would say this isn't a weekend movie. If you're middle of the week trying to find something during spooky season to watch, um, or even just, you know, after you're in November, because when this comes out, uh, it's a good middle of the, you know, watch it with your family, your kids, uh, your cats, your I dogs, I think it's a good whatever. family movie. For, for yeah. if you have two kids, it's it's if enjoyable. Two, no. Well, if you have two kids, you should watch Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> what the fuck did I say that to? Uh, what Doolittle. movie was it? Yeah, Doctor Doolittle. If you, ever, if you have two kids, you should only be watching Doctor Doolittle. I changed my statement on that movie. That movie's bad. Uh, ever I, since like ever brain. since RP said that, his dad hasn't been able to watch any other movie. He's just not allowed anymore. He has two kids. He has to watch Doctor yeah, Doolittle. Even when we go see like Marvel movies on the night they come out, every time I look over, Bob's just watching. 
uh, <laughs> on his phone. On and his he's phone, doing one of these. He's, he's doing got, he's got headphones in and he's watching Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> he's doing a he's doing a belly lift. He's yeah, doing like my, a belly lift. My dad's doing a belly lift, Doctor Doolittle, because that's where it all started. And it, was it, was it, was it, the trailer. Oh, during the trailer, you started laughing, yeah. right? Just the trash <laughs> bag was at my house. We were like getting ready to go somewhere, and he like stopped in, and my dad was like laughing out loud at the trailer for for, for Doctor Doolittle. And then watched, he ended up watching it at some point. Did he ever wear his giant shirt that you got him? I don't think so. I did. It's unfortunate. I like that shirt. Uh, no, that's what I, I told RP. I got a text uh, confirming a charge to my credit card. The last charge, like I don't ever delete my text, so like it still had like the previous text that I had gotten confirming a charge was from Wish, which is where we got the gigantic mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Doolittle shirt. So, little uh, was yeah. it, wasn't it like a 2X? I think it was a 5X because it had <laughs> women's size. 5X women's. Yeah. It wasn't unisex for whatever, but it was, but it wasn't. So we bought a 5X. I think it wasn't a women's cut. I don't know why. It was <laughs> no, like it fit fine. Cut. I mean, I wore it fine. Would you wear it as, as like a nightgown? He wore it, wear it as, wore wear it as a sleep shirt. <laughs> yeah, okay, so that is our review of Pocus Pocus 2. Like you said, if you got need something to do with two kids, watch it. It's, it's fine. Uh, it's a little bit longer, but... If you enjoy the first one, you'll probably enjoy it. Um, but there's other better stuff on Disney Plus right now for Halloween, like Werewolf by Night. Um, Werewolf by Night is Marvel's stab at a Halloween special, uh, directed by Michael Giacchino, uh, who you guys might know from as a composer, um, who's done a lot of stuff. And he decided to take a swig at this classic story that involves um, Man-Thing and the werewolf. I don't know much about the backstory of it all, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really good. Now, I'm going to keep it spoiler-free here. Um, Shane, you watched it. I'm only it. 25 um, minutes in. That's why we're spoiler-free right now. I'm ruining I, I liked no, it a lot. It, it, anyway. felt like, it felt like a classic like black and white monster movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I was enjoying it so much, I was disappointed when I found out it was just a special. It wasn't a series. Yeah, Feige's up into the future of the MCU, but honestly, he says that about everything. So I, I don't probably means that as far as like these kind of things being able to like them being able to put out one shot, which mm. I love. I absolutely love that idea. I think that's fantastic. So, have you guys ever watched the old Twilight Zone? Yeah, I've seen like a few episodes. Did you ever see the episode where they go to like the monastery and the guys in the uh, jail cell? And the, the, the people, in the, like, the, this guy comes in, like, out of the cold, and he's, like, the guy's, like, in the jail cell, and he's, like, they, 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 they got me locked up in here. And the guy who runs the monastery is basically, like, you can't let him out. Like, you, he has to stay in there. That is, that's the devil. It, like, mm-hmm. gave me vibes legitimately of that episode from the start, like, with the scenery and where they were. And then I got interested. And I, I'm only, like, 25 minutes in just because life happened and I couldn't finish it, but... I'm invested in it, and I drank a Red Bull today. So, I by the way, I Jojo Romero that that Red Bull that was going so fast. Yeah, you you crushed that. I like the taste. That's the problem. How do I? Yeah, taste is good. And then, so I might just be up all night watching that and Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus. Too. See, that's why I don't drink energy drinks anymore. Because I used to drink the Rains, and they taste so good that I would chug them. 
and then you literally feel like you're on crack when you're done because like, like your whole better. body's like shaking. They're actually like better for you, Brian. You're saying they have so much caffeine though. Yeah, they've they've double the caffeine. Yeah, it's like three hundred milligrams of caffeine. Like you don't eat that much caffeine. Yeah, Red Bull gets me like six hours, and I'm good. Yeah, it just gives yeah, gives you wings. Really. Like uh, <laughs> like Namor. Uh, no, dude, I I really enjoyed it. I love the homage to the the, the classic horror movies that you know Twilight Zone. It was Zone, it was, what it was they were fun. For a lot of practical effects. Um, I'd like. Well, I stop. I'll stop there. Um, just like a lot of practical effects. I love the grayscale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a very interesting choice that they that they picked, and I really really liked it. Saying this without ruining something for Bob, who it seems like he's frozen right now. What's going on with Bob? <laughs> his, his eyeballs. What the fuck was that? His eyeballs were like his his. He it looked, he looked like, like he a painted on eyeballs. He looked like he looked like a White Walker. <laughs> I didn't realize I got you froze. Funny. You froze, and your eyes were glossed over. Um. Yeah, no, uh, but what really was, really um, the, the style of the movie, um, like I, I can say this without spoiling anything for Bob, it's something that the Sin City movie does that I really like, where everything's like black and white, grayscale, except for one right. thing will like be full of color. Yeah, the, the, were there multiple things? I know they had like the nah, just the one, the stone, the red stone, bloodstone. Yeah, the bloodstone. Yeah, like, I didn't, know, I didn't know if you got to that part yet or nah, not. I'm halfway through. So okay, anything, like the but since Sin City does that, we're like it's it's a Sin City's a black and white movie, but like one person will have like real bright red lipstick, or like anytime there's blood, right? yeah, I like that a lot. It's a cool aesthetic, and it's something that we haven't seen, and, and another risky endeavor for Marvel to attempt. Uh, and I'm glad they did. Do you think it, it was, was cool. that risky though? Do you think that it was a high budget project? No, no, no shot. Considering it's like kind of short, um, like a lot of practical. Total. Yeah, um, it's just fucking cool. Yeah, like, big it's big money for a guy with a Scottish accent. That's about it. Yeah, I just I'm curious to see where it goes. I'm curious to see like what the Bloodstone can do. Like they kind of talk about it a little bit in the show. Maybe um, that's what's important. Maybe the Bloodstone will show up. In later Maybe. I mean, stuff? if it's going to have a tie to anything, it'll be Blade. And Blade's been pushed because I heard the, yeah. the, the rumor is the script was terrible, had two action scenes in it. Um, that's and it's just kind of boring. So that's hopefully they pushed. can get it figured out then because I had I have real high hopes for that because I, I really enjoy the first two Blade movies. The third one's kind of whatever. I'm sure they get it. I've never seen them. I, those I've those seen, are ones I grew up watching. Too. I grew up watching those and Hocus Pocus. I <laughs> for sure. I was talking to somebody about the third one, and I was like, I honestly, now that we're like having the conversation, I don't think I've ever seen the third movie. Third one's with Ryan Reynolds, and he's he's basically Deadpool, but he's not. That's the one. That's what they said, and I was like, I don't think I've seen this. Yeah, it's okay. He's good in it, but the rest of the movie's just whatever. Uh We'll see what happens. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much um, because there's Bob still hasn't finished it, and the people listening, can't, I don't want to ruin it for yeah, you either. Finish it. I'll, I'll text you guys when I do because I'm curious to see what other stuff you have to say about it. Yeah, it's good. Um, and then another Marvel property that at this point, by the time you guys listen, it'll be over. But She-Hulk. She-Hulk's been under a lot of shit lately. Um, I think kind of for not a good enough reason like it's just a tv show that 
That's what I was problems. saying. What MCU. I was saying earlier, the the casual MCU fans that just want to complain about shit. I love She Hulk. I'm fun. very much enjoying it. I loved Miss Marvel. Like, mm-hmm. stop expecting so much from it's a fucking TV show. Ms. Stop Marvel expecting did, so much from it. I think Miss Marvel did more where like people didn't complain as much, whereas She Hulk's just kind of happening. I, I don't care. I, I like it's, it. I'm enjoying oh, I'm, it. I'm the same way. I completely agree with you, but mm-hmm. I feel like like that's why she hulks getting more shit because like if the world everything, the world could everything do everyone's people. everything yeah. everyone's complaining about with with daredevil i enjoyed from that episode i thought he was perfect I liked that episode. it was I a good episode i like that they poked you know she Me too. i like and that I, she like turns that. to the camera at the end and lets you know that she really came from that <laughs> I, I like it, man. I like I and people who have watched Daredevil, the original show, and are familiar with the character in the comics, they it's not like they hit on anything that didn't already been talked about. Like, yes, he gets around. That's for mm-hmm. one. And yeah. two, he has a jokier side in the, the yeah, Netflix that's, TV show. That's what gets me. People are like, Oh, he doesn't he's supposed to be serious. He doesn't joke around. Like, have you ever watched the show or read a Daredevil comic? Literally he fucks first, around a lot. The first ten minutes of the show there's a joke about mm-hmm. when did you start practicing law? And he looks at his watch and goes, Dude, he hangs ago. out with Spider-Man in the comics. Like they joke around. Like, wh- what are you talking about? What are you basing this off of? It's just, you're, people you're, you're a bitch. They're outraged over nothing. They're outraged because they don't have some bad that everything's driving towards. Like they did with yeah. that. And so now it's a call, like, oh, man, they have no idea where they're going. There's some fucking gigantic fucking, Bulletin board with yarn all over it that Kevin Feige has got <laughs> in his basement where he knows where all this shit's go. And it's just like, let it just take their time. Let it, let it exist. It's fine if it's just there. And I think, too, when you have a streaming service like Disney Plus, you and you have all these fucking characters, it's nice to switch it up. Just give something that's almost zero stakes that people can just throw something on on a Thursday. Watch it for a half hour. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that was good. I don't you know, need to go you know on the message boards. Would like solve that problem too, and extent, which I don't want to happen. But I just feel like if they released all of She Hulk at once, I yeah, I think this is a show that would have been. I know why they did it because that's not their model. But this would have been a perfect show to just release all at once. But people yeah, can but watch like, it. People would have watched it and be like, oh, whatever. It was it was fine, but nothing really big happened, and then they're not made. But instead, everybody every week is like, oh, something big's going to happen. There's going to be something, some big reveal is going to happen this week. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not. It's like they, they literally show Daredevil's helmet at the end of episode like five or six and then make you wait three weeks for him to show up. And I'm like, that's just like, it doesn't fucking matter because it's a TV show about woman Hulk who's a lawyer. Yes, the CGI doesn't look amazing all the time, but who cares? Like, it's, it's not real. It's a TV show. It's a sitcom. Short, yes, I would agree that Marvel Studios CG hasn't been great of late, but I don't think it's as bad as everybody makes it out. And then motion smoothing also makes it look worse, which some people watch that. Like, don't turn that setting off on their TV. But I'm enjoying it. It's fun, lighthearted, and zero stakes. It's something nice to end the summer on before we go into something very heavy in Black Panther 2. Mm hmm. They're like that's going to be heavy. Guardians three is going to be heavy. Enjoy it, man. Like who gives a shit? Like just enjoy it. If you don't like it, great. But I think this is actually building towards uh, a future for the Hulk as well as Shield. Um, that's kind of our thoughts on She Hulk. And then kind of real quick, House of Dragon. 
As the big Game of Thrones fan, Bob, what are your thoughts on the House of Dragon? Uh, at this point, really, episode I mean, eight was just released. It's building to a war that's not going to be in this season. Mm-hmm. So by the time the next season comes out, I'll know how it ends. Right. Because, like, uh, I'm reading the, the – I mean, I know how it ends anyway, but, like, I'm reading Fire and Blood because I was, like, curious. And it's, like, all of – everything that's happening in the show is all of a chapter, I think. Yeah, you were saying that. And so it's, like, not a lot of source material, and then they're just kind of running with it, which is cool because that means that they're actually writing this time around and not just, like, relying on a fat guy who's dying. Um, but somebody's <laughs> going to stop listening because of that because that happened last time too. But yeah, I just I I I'm enjoying it. I also agree that the time jump stuff is annoying. God damn it! And then ah shit, that's not good. Like God I, I, fucking damn it! Sorry. So I, I I agree that the time jump stuff is annoying. But like this, God if you fucking just look at the players, or I'm sorry, like the 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 characters, the actors, and that that aging. The story is interesting, at least. Very interesting. Uh, I thought the after the first episode, the first two, it was like slow for me, and now it's really picked up and it's been awesome. Like the last two, two or three weeks have been like, great. I'm enjoying Rings of Power, which is a little uh, behind on that. And I haven't even started that yet. Um, I like stand. I like House of the Dragon. My one problem with it is that I just got to know the characters, and then they all had like four kids. So now I'm like, they say name. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Well, my favorite thing on Twitter is like you can't spoil House of Dragons for me because I don't know anyone's name. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like that's actually really well, funny. So, like, I saw a review now, and I don't know if you guys realized it or not, is that there's two Aegons. Mm-hmm. Like Renera has an Aegon and Allison has an Aegon, and that's going to become the issue. Mm-hmm. See, I saw a review and it was like, it's Game of Thrones, but you don't know anyone's name. I was like, yeah. It, it reminds me of it reminds me of when Game of Thrones had good writing, like the first couple of seasons where I was like real into it. So I'm enjoying it. And, and George R. R. Martin said it'll take four years, four seasons to tell the full yeah, story. Yeah, I saw that. So that's good. Well, nuts, because like I'm literally sitting next to the book, and if I look at the chapter where this is coming from, I guess maybe it's too. It could be. It, it might be this whole sequence of chapters. So it could be 150 pages. Let me just draw that shit out. 150 pages becomes four seasons, though. That's what he said. And he said that... All uh, of book one was one season, and that's not... That's that's more than 150 pages. I think you got better showrunners this time, though. And, like, you can draw it out. Like, they clearly match it out, probably make some stuff up. Why but, yeah, not? not really liking it. It's, it's good TV. Rings of Power, I am very whatever about. It's a show I watch. I do other stuff while I watch it. Well, maybe that's why you're whatever. Power. How much of a Lord of the Rings fan? Fan are you? I like I like the movies a lot. Um, like the first Hobbit movie. Don't like the other two. I just I I, I never liked. My problem is I'm not connecting with Galadriel at all. My favorite part. I don't is think she's supposed to. I think she sucks. Doran. Like, she does suck. Doran and Elderon are my, my yeah, two favorite. Like that's my favorite part of the show. But I think like Galadriel sucks because she doesn't know who she is either. I guess I don't She's love so, her. Like, I do love her. By the the this like hatred and this whole thing, and then I I am enjoying it. I just have no idea where that's going. 
Because yeah, never, me either. Similarity, it's similarian. I don't know how to say it. Um, I'm behind on the this week's, but I think production value. I think it's a beautiful show. I think they put a lot of heart into it and, and crafting it like precision, like precisely, so that it looks amazing and, and, and the story flows. Like I don't think. Also, the episodes are so fucking long. Like it doesn't need to be an hour and ten minutes every week. They do just um, seem like drag, not dragged out, but it's a, it's like daunting when I turn it on. Mm-hmm. It's like an hour and fifteen minutes for an episode. It takes me two hours to finish it because I, I stop and have to do stuff. But it just, it takes so fucking long. And like I, yeah. I like my 45 minutes to an hour episodes. Like that's all it needs. Just make it a little bit longer and just do make two episodes longer and do 45 minutes to an hour. Like well, I think doing. next episode is the last one for this. Yeah, it, it's it's done um, for the year and they're already filming season two. And uh, HBO actually pitched to the Tolkien family that they wanted to remake the movies in a series. And Netflix wanted to do like a Marvel universe of like an Aragorn show. And then it. They don't need to do that. And the the families were like, no, that's why it ended up at Amazon. The original trilogy is perfect. They don't need, they don't need to do a series on it. It's literally perfect. Like don't fuck around with that. You're perfect. You are. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> and on that um, note uh thanks yeah. for listening guys this has been previously recorded mean again. yeah but um yeah i think that all that does it for us here um any changes to your halloween candies they're still the same as last year what did we say last year it's always uh, mini m&ms it, it'll always be mini m&ms nothing tops mini m&ms <laughs> it's such a strange thing but okay cups, no Reese cups Reese, I thought Reese Reese's. Cups were top of you know what you know it's getting thrown in this year and it's a it's a I'm bringing them back. I just bought a box of them. The the green caramel apple like. Oh, oh yeah. Pops? Oh yeah. They're yeah. Awesome. That was an that was an Archbishop Brian uh, classic in the candy store. Bringing them. I'm bringing them back. That that was not on the list last year, and I know it wasn't, but it is now. I like it. I approve. RP, Sorry. can you give me screen sharing ability? Because like, I I want to show you guys what it, the Nicobod looks like. The Washburn Nicobods. So that's their that's their uh, mascot is they're the Washburn Washburn University is the Ichabods, and this is what this dude looks like, and he's the creepiest person, like of all time. Oh my god! Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fucking fantastic. Not what I was expecting. This this one in the corner is cool. I like him. Like yeah, the, yeah. The, the normal, like, like all the piece of paper mascots, like a, an old school guy with a top hat, like silhouette. <laughs> The actual mascot looks like, uh, like it's just like a, a mascot human being. He he literally kind of no he literally looks like, um, from that sketch on. I think you should leave. Yeah, like Johnny. Was it just there's too much fucking shit on me? Yeah, so that dude rocks is all I was getting at there. Reese Hoskins knew how to play fucking first base. Things would be different, but um. Bring it back to Caramel Apple. Still mini m and still Reese's, but throwing Heath Bars in the mix because I really like them now. Uh, toffee is delicious. I like Heath Bars in my ice cream. Not, I don't know that I've ever eaten an actual. I food. love toffee, dude. That's like a new thing for me. Toffee is so good. <laughs> Heath Bars are good. They're just hard to eat because they're so – it's it's just hard. That's what she said. Is that mm. why I'm hard to eat as well? Well, you have a cream what? filling. The Heath Bars don't have a cream filling. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, all right. Well, I think that does it for us here today. Thank you for listening. Remember to rate, like, and subscribe. This is our 99th episode. Remember, we are monthly now. Uh, so if you look for us every other Friday, sorry, bud. Just listen to old episodes. You'll, watch, you'll listen to old episodes. Yeah. Or, um, you know, call me on Instagram. I'll, I'll pick up. Um, but that does it for us. If they're looking for something to listen to, there's no previously recorded episode bi-weekly anymore. Go listen to Gateway Gamers. Yeah, you yeah know? it's true. Gateway Gamers is there. Um, there's doing. We're also Marvel and I are going monthly, but he's doing some solo episodes. We're going um, to listen to a stranger's problems. Yeah, you know what? Go say hi to somebody. Talk yeah. to somebody. Yeah. Uh, get the help you need. Listen, how about you listen to your children? Dude, when you. But okay. Uh, guys, happy Halloween, and uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Let's watch Disney Channel movies.